millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Redmen TV. It's the instant match reaction after Liverpool drew one all away at West Ham on the Sky Sports Monday Night Football. I'm joined by Ross. Um, it's two points dropped, isn't it, Ross? Another two points. Um, do you want to just sum up how you feel? I mean, I've written down on the agenda that it was just shit, but you know, if you want to elaborate on that at all, you go for it. Yeah, I think... Um, I've been quite hesitant at times to, to criticise this team. No, because I don't want to be someone that's the, the bandwagon of Twitter that's everything's negative. But like even before the game started, people questioned Milana, who I didn't think was that great. But given the option that, we, that we've got off the bench and there was no Genie, there was no Henderson, we missed Genie a lot. Mm. Um, but this is the second game on the run now where you think um, penetration, motivation, and just some sort of like kick up the arse. You're not performing very well, yeah. and it doesn't seem to be anyone that's kind of taking that lead role is kind of it's not even rushed I just think that's part of the problem it's like I don't know I can't explain it we've gone from free-flowing football I know it happens sometimes when you take two or three players out when the, the rhythm and stuff's not there but we've got some key quality players in there and it's like they just look lost I think you touched times. upon something there I think I, I genuinely do think with each game that passes by where we don't have Genie Wijnaldum yeah. we're being shown how much of a key player he is because I mentioned before the Leicester game when we did the team news, Wijnaldum, the way he holds up the ball, the way he moves the ball along, he's, he's actually what I thought Cater would be. Mm. And and at the moment, I mean, maybe lacking a few goals, Wijnaldum still, but that's not necessarily his job. At the moment, we're, we're not getting that when he's on the pitch. You know, Henderson Henderson does a different game with the tackling and stuff, but the way the way Wijnaldum has the ball, and so it, it leads to us controlling the midfield. And the last few games, I mean tonight and against Leicester I don't feel like we have and particularly tonight I thought we were we we just didn't seem to offer a lot no. going forward in midfield no. and I, I think that's partly with getting on Gini Wijnaldum he allows Fabinho to play his best football as well I think because he sometimes is allowed to go forward a little bit more knowing that Gini's behind him and then Fabinho was on his own and we saw the first couple of uh, performances he put in for Liverpool he was kind of lost and he was out of his mm. depth and there people passing him by just because Naby Kite was was in front of him, particularly in the first half, and kind of left him to his own devices. And he, again, people were just going past him. Um, but that's something that you need to kind of adapt to when you play in these teams. And the other thing that was, I thought was missing as well, which West Ham seemed to have, and even last time we played in last week, was I'm not quite not questioning the desire, but I want a bit of fight, a bit of needle about this team, especially when you 
you know, you're fighting for a title. I know it's different when we're, we're sat watching the game. You're kind of getting passionate. You're kind of getting a bit of angry. But show people that you you, you want to win the fucking ball for a start. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have to go around and literally go and kick people. But have a bit of, like, character about you to go, actually, you know, fucking I'm having this fucking ball. Because there's plenty of times tonight, Nabi Kite in particular, I'm not going to dig him out, but he was getting pushed yeah. off the ball. I know he's little, I know he's dainty and stuff, but, like... <laughs> When we analysed him before he came in, he, just, he was. I thought he was the person. It was a bit of a bastard. Had a bit of yeah. needle about him, which we lacked. We, we lacked last season. Yeah, and I thought and, he was going to be too. Whereas it's actually for Benio Van Van Dijk to be doing it, and Andy Robertson in games. And we've just been stifled by teams, but aren't showing like that aggression or that initiative to go and try and do something else. Mm, yeah. Well, um, let's delve into the, sort of the story of the game then. So, West Ham starts quite brightly. Um, I think you know we were all they had a few chances early on. Um, you know, Allison makes a save. Um, Cresswell fires one wide, I think, and you know they seem to be on top. And and then we score, and you think, okay, you know we've we've done well there. You know to, to take the lead against the run of play, um, and then and then the free kick start. Um, they had, they had. Well, I mean, we were given away far too many free kicks. If you ask me, in the first half, anyway. Um, but the creative West Ham got pretty creative with the free kicks. Um, and, and, and and look, look, fair enough. We were playing a high line. They knew we were going to play a high line, and um, they were able to exploit that. And obviously, that's where the first goal comes from. It's a brilliant goal. It's a brilliant finish. Sorry, from Antonio. Um, you know, a very clever reverse run. Does well to time it. Um, so he's onside and then then he drags it across. You know, Allison's got no chance really. Cater's being blocked off by Noble, so you know it's clearly all planned. Um, they just very, they were just in very intelligent with the runs. You know, they had another one not long after that where I think it's Ogbonna sort of coming in from behind, free right, kick being well. yeah, well yeah, that was the third one. So you know they could have had. Well, I mean the Rice one he should have scored. This possibly should have been two one up at half time. Um, it, you know, it, they they knew again. Like you say, they they'd done the homework. They knew how to get us, and and we were we were lucky really to go in at one all. And then the second half, I, I I mean, the Virgil one where he goes through and it kind of falls to him in the box after a free kick, I think. But I, I can't think of. I mean, the Uriah one right off the end. But I can't think of too many chances that we really created where really we could have genuinely. Won the game two one. I, I you know I, Salah had a half chance, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But it felt like we'd run out of ideas at yeah, one point. Yeah, that's what I mean of, of going. You know, we, we should be used to team setting up. As, as I know, I joked about it before me watching the game of doing a, a four six formation or, or whatever. But we just don't seem to have like runners in deep that are going in behind it. They were doing it with set pieces. Obviously, done the homework and worked us out. So you can have three people that are offside. I know you pointed out during the game that Rice was the one who was coming in from deep and getting onto the ball. But we need to start doing that when we're playing. I know it's a risk when you go to a gamble and go putting people forward. But if if Mo Salah's got two people on him, Firmino's got two people on him, and mine has got two people, you need to have that extra commitment or take that gamble somewhere because you're not going to get a chance for anyone else. We don't really have anyone. Let's like uh, a Gerard Alonso or even Chamberlain that can go and. Just Twat one from 25, 30 yards in mm. our team. There's just no one in there no, that can go no. and do that. It's not anybody's so, locker, is it? Um, and Dominic's our style of play, just have pop shots left, right, and centre. And Andy Robertson may have had one when he, when he got through, got a pass. Got a bit excited. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, maybe it's even like decision making at, at some point. And I don't know, I don't think it's anything to do with the, the pressure on the title, to be honest with you. I think that's just, it's in game management mm. and it's not not coming off. And again, that's saying, you know, I'm not saying Naby Keita's unsettled the team, but you're trying to compensate for someone else who's got a different style of play or hasn't been in that system or rhythm that Genie Ronaldo's been in. You know where you are, you know where you're at. 
with Genie or Henderson in there, I was playing two in in a deep midfield. Um, but then I was against a West Ham team that were resilient, did the homework, and I said I thought they they fought for it more. No, no, absolutely. Um, look, one, look, we don't want to make too many excuses, I suppose. But obviously, one of the big things tonight is that we were missing a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those, obviously, you know, at the back, Joe Gomez and Trent have been out for a while now, and we saw Milner there at right back again tonight. Again, I thought he struggled because he just he just doesn't have the pace. He, he he's even lost a yard of pace. It looks like from when he was playing left back two years ago, because mm-hmm. obviously that's just what happens. You know, we, you know, he's a couple of years older. I, I don't know exactly how old he is now, but you know, he's early thirties, isn't he? So he's he's definitely gonna, you know, it's to be expected to lo- to lose that yard of pace. And Felipe Anderson, I mean, for some reason he was voted West Ham's man of the match. He came off. I don't, I don't think he was that good, but he definitely caused him a few problems by you know getting him in behind. Cresswell did the same, overlapping. There were quite a few balls. There were quite a few moments where all of us were a bit like, well, where where is James Milner? You know, it just feels like there's a bit more of the of the old Liverpool in the in in the mix because we're using rotated players. And, and my point is really just just the very simple of we need Trent and Gomez back as soon as possible. And you know what, Gomez has had surgery today. I know it's going to be a little while, but it, it's it's glaringly obvious that we, we aren't going to be the set quite the same side that we've seen before Christmas until until both of those players return. Yeah, and it's an obvious target for oppositions as well. Absolutely, because less than it. And you know, you think of any weak point of you know, Andy Robertson's. Even when he's having a bad day, he's still pretty good, isn't he? And then you look at James Milner. You got Anderson with pace. What we got to do is to give the ball to him. And even with Milner's bombing forward, that's that's one of Trent's best bits. It's like he, he can get up and down that wing. But that's one of our outlets. He's saying have the overlap and have someone. Well, we scored a few goals. Milner set up someone of the week, didn't he? You know, going around the back and then cutting it back in. <laughs> but that that wasn't coming off, and then he leaves himself open. But then you know, if, again, if you've got that two. Deep in the field, we well, got Genie covering one side and Fabinho going on the other side, but you can't when it's just Fabinho. He can't be everywhere in the pitch, and that's the reason why Shakiri hasn't started because Klopp doesn't like his his defensive play sometimes. So he's not all switched on to go and doing it. And I think we're expecting a lot from Milner, but again, like you said, it's the best of bad situation when you've got so many injuries. Yeah, which no. is why which is why some people pissed off we didn't go in the market and go. And, Get well, right I mean, back, again, there'll be more questions asked about about Nathaniel Klein. You know, he's, he's, he's. I wasn't too bothered at the time, but obviously that was before. I think it was before Trent got injured that he was loaned out. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know, but it, I think it was it was around the the twelfth, thirteenth of January that Trent got injured that Brighton game. So, at the time, I wasn't too bothered when Klein went out, but because particularly because I I reckon he was probably asking to go as well, you know, given the game time he was getting. But at the end of the day, now with 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 the glorious gift of hindsight, I suppose if you're Jurgen Klopp, you actually need to be saying to him, "Look, you contracted this club. We're in a title race. We need the squad depth. You need to be staying in until the summer, and we move you on." And, or and, just wait till the end of January. Yeah, yeah. As in, if it gets to last day of yeah. January, maybe, and then go see. Like, again, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but. I said the same thing when we spoke about other shows before about you know even like the likes of Origi, mm. keep him. He oh, said yeah. be selfish and go. Well, okay, not the best example today. But if you two three and up in a game, you want to give Bobby rest, take him off. Well, I don't, I don't actually think Origi was too bad today. No, I, don't, I thought. No, no, I thought. Yeah. I actually, I've actually written down. I actually thought Origi offered more than Firmino when he came on. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. I mean, we're not in a room with too many people, but you know, I I feel like Firmino's passing. Oh, yeah, it was, it was lackadaisical. Yeah. He, he seemed unfocused. Another one, you know, Salah was quiet, but the bits he did, he did okay. When Firmino was actually on the ball, I mean, I can't. I'd love to see his pass completion rate because it, it was just, it, it was just always. 
just lazy or you know five yards off. I don't know. It just felt felt Frustrate, off target. Frustrating. Was, unorientated. Yeah, frustrating was was hard. Some that whole game up to be honest. Because when you get into the final third, and you're thinking it's it's fine lines, it's margins, but then that's when you want that that quality to kind of create something. Mm. And normally you look for Firmino to go and do that. He was like a little trick or flick and something. Yeah. He's he's normally always on it. And again, I th- I thought today when um when Shakira was coming off, I thought he could easily take Firmino off here. Because you, you just yeah. wasn't performing, but then sometimes you you rely on if Firmino's not on its cell or have a, a good game or Mane have a good game. It's never like kind of all three of them. But then again, teams are playing a, a four six formation, defending resiliently, and sometimes yeah. you have to give them credit. Isn't it? As annoying as it is, West Ham defended well. No, they did. We should, we should West Ham are very good today. We yeah. should have the quality to go and turn them over. No, I spec well, especially with the side we put out, you know, and 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 this is the thing. That, Leicester did the same, and it'll be frustrating because West Ham will go out and play another big side. You know, where, where, I'm sure they've got to play City again, and they'll just roll over. You know, Leicester did the same at the weekend with Man United; they just rolled over. And um, but when you're in a title race, you've got to expect teams to be stubborn. And that's what I'm talking about that that needle and aggression. Mm. I think that we lacked. You said like you know, lackadaisical, not concentrated, mm. and it was kind of kind of huffed on, puffed away to. The end of the game, and it wasn't like you know, you know, you've got to win stuff. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm just trying to think. No, and we've not got any Liverpool fans in the side, and I think that might be a difference. You know, in tonight, you have Alex, Alex Oxley Chamberlain in there who's got an extra little connection to the club, oh, yeah, or Trent, you know what I mean? Or Trent, I think that yeah, could but, make a difference. I know, I, I just you think it's leaders a, to do that. Yeah, you know, no, no, but I think you know, I know, I'm not saying that they didn't. They didn't put everything in. I'm not, but I feel like you know, if you if you summon that Oxlade Chamberlain, you give a hundred and two, a hundred and three yeah. percent rather than just a hundred. And and I feel like we we had, we lacked any players tonight who were going to put in a hundred and three percent rather than just a hundred. Uh, uh, you know, it, it leaves us two points. It leaves us three points clear in Man City. They're going to go a game ahead of us on Wednesday when they go to Everton. Um, check out the um, clip from the Around the League podcast. We're going to talk about. We talked about back to Baz from Toffee TV about that today on the Around the League. Me and Paul, uh, me and me and Ross. Sorry, I'm, it's getting late. Um, it's you know, past your bedtime. It, it? It's well past my bedtime. Um, so you know, check check out check out that video. Um, so look, we're going to expect Everton to lose there. So come Wednesday night, City going to be top of the league on goal difference, but we've got a game in hand now. For me, the encouraging thing here is that this is our first real dip. I think this is the first time that we dropped points consecutively all season. Mm-hmm. City had their dip and they were losing games. We we're drawing, so for me, that's that's what I'm taking at the moment. We even though we're having a dip, we can just even if we go and draw. I mean, I would expect us to beat Bournemouth at home on on Saturday, and then we've got a nice break until Bayern. But as long as the games that we're we're not winning. If, as the, I know it sounds daft, but as long as we're still picking up points, the odd point here and there may still be key when it comes to make. There's still it's 13 pos- pos- games pos- to look, go. Yeah. There's, there is a long way to go on this thing. That, that's probably the frustrating thing about tonight was dropping points at Leicester and looking for some sort of reaction from the players. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah, that's very true. And it, for, for me, it just didn't seem, no. didn't feel like that. Didn't that, feel that, like that no, at all. That, but I, I know you take your point of going saying, yeah, one point's better than none, I suppose, yeah, isn't it? Which is, yeah. which is fine. If um, you win the league by a couple of points at the end of the season, you go, well, you know, we easily could have lost that West Ham game to Declan Rice's header. We easily could have, you know, Demari Gray has a late chance at, at Leicester. Well. You know, and, and City have lost to Leicester. They've lost to Newcastle. You know what I mean? And I just think, the overall yeah. riding word, isn't it? Because it is. It City is. got points at Newcastle and thinking, right, we can overtake there. But if you look before Christmas, we were 
far behind City and managed to open up that gap. Well, what's to say it doesn't, it doesn't happen another two, three times between now and the end of the season? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's feasible, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. And we, we've got a long way to go and we've, we've just got to ride it out, as they say. I, um, I might be 40 by the end of the season. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, so will I. I'll catch yeah. up to you. Um, so, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks, thanks for watching um, those who have um, I, I've been Ben Kelly this has been Ross Chanley for the Redmond TV and the Instant Match Reaction um, we will be back well we, somebody will be back after Bournemouth for the Instant Match Reaction there um, and, and, and we'll see you next time goodbye Hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.